listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Paul Vogue with Cuba, America's Top Dog. I am your host, Bob Shaughnessy, and of course, Cuba is lying here right next to me looking at me. We hope you had a chance to listen to episode 13 with Kimberly Gautier, who is a very successful dog blogger of Keep the Tail Wagging. If you missed her show, please go to Paul Vogue's homepage and click on episode 13. Today, we have a very special guest and a special reporter who did a special assignment for Paul Vogue, and she's from Canada. So thank you for joining us today, and you will be meeting Donnelly, Clark, and Princess, and Toto, and Benji, who are from Toronto, Canada. We will be discussing with Donnelly her enjoyment of making costumes for her pups, and it's usually Princess who has the costumes, it seems. We will talk about Donnelly's interesting profession and where she would like to go next professionally. I found this very exciting. We will see quite a few of the costumes that she's made, and we'll also talk about rescue pets that she's very involved in. The second half of the show, we will be talking about Wolfstock, which is in Toronto, which was last weekend, the largest dog event in North America. Donnelly was able to capture some great photos at the costume contest, which we'll have a look at later in the show. We will be right back with Donnelly and see which pups are with her today for the show. But first, a few words from our sponsors. It's time for a walk down Fifth Avenue, of course. We'll be right back after we do a little shopping. Dog Shelter Blues, the new novel by Mark Conkling. This hard-hitting story lights up the world of animal rescue with engaging characters and their pets. Struggling with their own internal demons as they attempt to rescue innocent creatures that sometimes bring a mysterious transforming power to broken lives. Read the first chapter of Dog Shelter Blues free at dogshelterblues.com. Then come along a breathtaking journey that ends with an astonishing triumph of good over evil. Order your copy of Dog Shelter Blues today. Available at amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. Welcome back to Povo with Cuba America's Top Dog. And joining us from Toronto, Donna Lee Clark. Welcome and thank you for being a guest and a special reporter for us today. And who's with you today? What, what pooches? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having us today. I have my princess here with me in her blinged out doggy stroller beside my desk. And we are very, very excited to be part of the show. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Is that the pink one, pink stroller? Yes, I have several. And this is a pink one, yes. And it has a little pillow on it that says the princess sleeps here. And that's exactly what she's doing right now. (laughs) So, Annalie, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and Princess and Toto and Benji. Plus, how did you become interested in dressing them in costumes and sometimes just normal clothes? Well, first and foremost, I love dogs. I had large dogs growing up, uh, German Shepherds, Golden Retrievers, 
And uh, actually, my husband and I met because of a dog, so that's a really neat story. Oh, that's nice. Uh, but then I adopted my Benji, and he was my first small dog, and he was my first boy dog as well. I quickly realized that he was closer to the ground <laughs> than all the big dogs I'd had in my life, and that he needed coats and sweaters and hats and boots. And the same thing happened when we adopted Toto a year later. I really became interested in costumes after we adopted Princess. I took her to a doggy clothing store here in Toronto. I didn't even know they existed. It was called Canine Quature. And Tina, the owner, told me about a doggy fashion show contest that was on the following week. So she said I should enter. So I worked on her costume all week, dressed her up as a Hawaiian princess, and she won first prize. I was so excited. So my world changed forever. I was hooked (laughs) after that. (laughs) And how long ago was that? That was back in 2007. I mean, I know in New York we have lots of contests, but in Toronto and the rest of Canada, I don't think they have that many, do they? Unfortunately, no, there isn't. And so what happens is I live vicariously through my many doggy mom Facebook friends (laughs) who have fur babies and they attend many doggy events, you know, either weekly or monthly or that. Like I have a Facebook friend, Terry, and her dog Aspen. I know that you've interviewed her. I love following her and I just look at you know, all the things she's doing and I drool over, you know, where she's going all the time. And then there's the doggy moms of New York City. I follow them and all the different events that they go to. Like it's just some of them, it's like two, three events a week. So uh, I want to move to these places. (laughs) (laughs) I know last weekend here, it was just unbelievable. There were so many events and it's been constant for the whole month of June. And this weekend's the prom. And I finally said, I'm sorry, I need to spend some time at home. We're not going to the prom. (laughs) Oh my God. Are you serious? I would love to have that problem. Love to have that problem. Um, I know princess is your pride and joy and you do dress her the most. Is that due to how adorable she is or does she actually like being dressed up? That's a great question. Actually, it's a bit of both. I remember when we got Princess, our other girl doggy, Toto, whom I had dressed up just a little bit for pictures, uh, you know, nothing extravagant or that, looked at me as if to say, oh, mummy, thank goodness you have Princess to dress up now. Because <laughs> you can just put me in the necessary stuff like coats, sweaters, and boots and leave that foo-foo stuff for her because she clearly loves it. And it's true, she does. It's funny because a friend of mine, I met her later after I had adopted Princess, she actually has Princess's half-sister and that little Yorkie is actually a tomboy. So it's funny because she's the complete opposite of my princess. I obviously adopted the fur baby that I was supposed to have (laughs) because I absolutely love to dress her up and she loves it. Yesterday when this box arrived for Cuba and in the box was his tuxedo and his girlfriend Tasha's gown and opening that box, you would have thought it was Christmas morning. He was so excited and he knew it was clothes in it and he was so excited when I took it out. He just thinks he's going to a party or whatever. I mean, you know, that's what they think. Treats and parties. They really get to love it. (laughs) Anyway, thank you, Janice Craig, for making these wonderful outfits. Wait till everybody sees them. (laughs) I also heard you like to go bike riding with Princess. Absolutely. Bike riding is my absolute favorite thing in the whole wide world to do with my husband, Wayne. And we take Princess in her pink basket on my pink bike with her pink doggles. She's got a pink outfit on. <laughs> it's, it's just the best. I love it. I feel so free during our bike rides. We go along the Martin Goodman Trail here in Toronto, which is just down near the waterfront, and it's absolutely beautiful. We get stopped constantly because people want to take a picture of the little dog with the sunglasses on. <laughs> it is so awesome and possum. I mean, there are 
thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures of Princess out there all over the Internet, that pictures that people have taken. And she just, she brings such joy to people. That's why I love it so much. Like, you know, just to put a smile on people's faces and, you know, or they'll share stories of their dog or whatever when they meet her. So I absolutely love it. That's my favorite time. And because we have, uh, we don't have really long summers here in Toronto, so we take every advantage we can to go bike riding and just have a wonderful time. Oh, that's nice. We've taken Cuba and Tasha to Rockefeller Center at Christmas time. Yeah. The tourists line up to take oh, yeah. the photos more than the Christmas tree. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just crazy. I hear you. I absolutely hear you. We have like crowds around us and sometimes like there's tour buses that are coming down along the waterfront and the people will all pile off and I just happen to be passing by with her on my bike and it's like I cannot go any further. There is a just just flashes, just like a movie star, like flash, 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 like oh my God. And oh, all the she's adorable. And <laughs> she's certainly adorable. Thank we'll you. We'll see pictures shortly of her. Yes. Um, I wanted to also discuss, you have a profession that I think many women would be envious of. So let's talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. I am an image consultant for women. I specialize in taking them shopping for their wardrobe needs. I've been helping ladies spend their fashion dollars wisely for over 20 years. My business is called Let's Talk Image, What's Your Saying? And uh, my dream, actually, though, is to take all my years of experience and become a pet stylist. I would absolutely love that. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, like, I do ladies' colors to determine, you know, what is the best shade of different colors for them to wear in their wardrobe. And I've done all my dog's colors. So I've determined, like, that my Benji is warm. So he only gets dressed in warm colors. I will not put him in cool colors. And then Toto and Princess are cool. So they wear cool colors. So <laughs> I mean, just all the experience that I have, I would love to be a pet stylist and help people shop for their dogs. I would love that. I know a number of women who are very into having their dogs attend all the events. And of course, each, each event means a new custom-made outfit. And they say, I don't have the time. So I think there is an opportunity. It might not be in that many cities, but... Right. I've talked about it with quite a few people, actually, and you're the first person I know who has some experience in doing something like that and who wants to do it. So that I will be... help you spread that word. Oh, I love you. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think it would be. Is there anyone right now who does it? Not really on the, I think, the level that I'm talking about. There is a, a lady, Dara Foster, I believe is her name. Oh, yeah, I know Dara. Yeah. And, you know, she, not like I'm talking about, she covers all sorts of products for dogs. I'm talking about being an actual pet stylist. I saw one once on TV, a little glimpse from a little doggy show, and it was a lady that was in California, and she will, um, she had a celebrity's credit card of a $5,000 limit, and she took the little dog shopping. (laughs) So, you know, that's sort of what I'm talking about, you know, but uh, that's the only one I've ever seen. I don't remember her name or anything, but I thought, oh my God, that's what I want to (laughs) do. Perfect. You'll have to also let me know what colors are appropriate for Cuba. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now let's, we've been talking about Princess, and why don't we go to the Vogue webpage for those of you that are at a computer. If you're not at a computer, you can wait till you get home. But go to Vogue's webpage and click on episode 14, and let's... First, you'll see a picture of Donna Lee and Princess, and then go down to the first slideshow, and let's take a look at these pictures. We'll go through them. The first time you went to Woofstock? 
Yes, that is actually Benji and I at the first ever Woofstock. That was two weeks after we had adopted him. So I, I knew nothing about Woofstock or that. We were actually at the Toronto Humane Society, which is where we adopted him from. I did not even see the poster because I was so wrapped up in, you know, filling out the adoption papers to get Benji. And I was so excited because it had been a few years since I had a dog in my life. And so I was so excited to adopt him. And my husband said, look at this poster here. He says, I think that's something you might be interested in. And it was the poster for Woofstock. And I said, oh, my God, that's it. We're going. So it was two weeks later. And I literally, I felt like I had landed in the mothership. I mean, this was it. I mean, I absolutely loved it and have been attending every year since then. And what year was this? 2003. And Benji was a year and a half. Oh, so it was the their first year, right? Yeah, the absolute first year, yeah. the first ever Woofstock. There we are. Yeah. Uh, now, the next page, adorable photo. It looks like a commercial. Yes, that's Benji and Toto. I always say that they just look so cute, like rock stars in this picture, especially Toto looking off to the side there, you know, like looking like ZZ Top or something. Anyway, this is Benji and Toto with their doggles, which are special made sunglasses for dogs. And I always get so many compliments on them, but questions. And the one I love the most is, are those prescription glasses? <laughs> I, say, I say, yes, they can see cats better with these glasses. <laughs> but anyway, this is, I had dressed them up. We didn't have Princess yet. And these were when they were Christmas detectives looking for their presents. <laughs> uh, I've tried to get Cuba to wear them, but no luck yet. As soon as I take a picture, it knocks them off. <laughs> Same thing with hats, but okay. Now here's the pink basket and the bike. Yes, this is Princess in her pink bike basket with her pink doggles. And we're going uh, along the Martin Goodman Trail there in Toronto. And uh, so, yes, that is... Uh, an example of how much she gets stopped in that. I made the, the basket for her, like it's a metal basket, but I decorated it all in pink for her with her name and everything on it. So it's awesome. How is it attached to the bike? It's a bike basket that is attached on the handlebars, and my husband put extra reinforcements on it, so it's like permanent on my bike. I mean, you would literally have to cut it off. He put it so that it's permanently attached onto my bicycle. There's probably a market for that, too. Yes, I have... I've been asked. (laughs) (laughs) And it seems like you enjoy celebrating the holidays. Oh, big time. I love the holidays because I get to dress up Benji, Toto, and Princess and take tons of pictures. I actually set up props. I create a unique, fun theme each holiday. Christmas is my favorite. I create a new theme each year. And then I specialize the pictures with special borders around them. And I send them out to friends and family. So those cards Uh, with the pictures are like my gifts that I give out. And then I put them on Facebook as well. So the first one we see is Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, yes. And I purchased those little dog houses just for these pictures, like just just as props. I mean, and then I put them away. They don't even use these because they have so many dog beds all over the house. But that when I saw those, I said, those would be a great prop. So those are the types of things that I do. I'll buy things just to uh, take creative pictures of them. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've told the designers, I said, get some background props. (laughs) You really make a photo. Absolutely. Now, the next one's a birthday, I guess. Yes. Each of our fur babies um, get a birthday party. Uh, This was Princess's fifth birthday. Again, I always create a theme. Um, This one was a princess birthday party, complete with presents, doggy cake. I dress them up. I take pictures. I take video, and I I post them on Facebook. So um, Princess's birthday is next month on July 26th, so we'll be having a party (laughs) and having a good time. I just love it. And do you invite other dogs to attend? Just 
Benji and Toto. It's just a family affair. <laughs> All of our dogs are rescues, and Toto is not so crazy about other dogs. She didn't get socialized when she was younger, so we've all we've always worked on that with her. But she can get a little snappy, so it's just a family affair that we have our parties. <laughs> well, you have three in the family, so that's quite a family. Yeah. Now the next one is Easter, and these this is hysterical. Yes, yes. I actually had dressed them up as Easter Bunny detectives. And I created a seven-day pictorial that I sent out a picture over each of the seven days of them trying to catch the Easter bunny, and then they caught him at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that one got a lot of attention. I had so much fun doing that. Now, the next one is Victoria's Secret, and I have to explain this to me because I didn't understand it. Yes, this is at the Woofstock High Tea, which is an event that is held the week before the actual Woofstock Festival. It's by invitation only, and there are, at this particular one, there were 60 dogs invited. Like, you have to go online and try and get your name in, and thank God we did. So it was what is called a doppelganger, doppelganger meaning a celebrity lookalike. So I had done Princess as Beyonce in the past, and I thought, okay, what can I do? Who do who do I think she looks like? I'm thinking, okay, she looks like a Victoria's Secret Angel because she's gorgeous. <laughs> so I looked at the Victoria's Secret Angels and I thought, you know what? They wear wings, like those huge, massive right. wings in their show. And so I thought, that's what I'm going to do. They wear lingerie as well, you know, either a bathing suit or lingerie. And I thought, well, that's what I'm going to do. So I got these wings. These are actually wings that are meant for children. I modified them. It took me two weeks to make them to fit her, and then I embellished them. And then I actually had the most difficult time finding lingerie for dogs. I mean, I looked all over the city of Toronto. I looked online. I couldn't find lingerie for dogs. And I thought, what am I going to do? So I actually looked in my own closet. And I had lingerie from our wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> and I downsized it from a human to fit a five-pound dog, <laughs> complete with garters and everything. So <laughs> she was sexy. So she was one of the finalists at that competition. We had a blast. And she got tons of pictures taken of this, that's for sure. Yes, yeah, so if you look at the next page, you can see the wings and the lingerie. I was wondering who made that. Yes, I made it for her. So that was my lingerie from my wedding night. <laughs> I'm sure your husband appreciated that. Yeah, that's exactly what people say. Oh, really? Okay, so it'll about fit my ankle now that I don't want it to fit her. But I had a blast, and I must tell you, I went to, of course, this was at the summer Woofstock, and then I went to the winter Woofstock, and I had her dressed as a Christmas angel, but a guy came up to me. It was so funny. He says, is that princess? And I said, yes, it is. So she gets recognized a lot, and he says, he almost just went into, like, sexy mode. He said, was she dressed as a Victoria's Secret angel <laughs> at the summer Woodstock? I said, yes. He says, oh, man, she looks so hot. <laughs> so I, I guess I achieved what I wanted. I wanted her to look sexy, and it worked. <laughs> uh, so that was lots of fun. The next photo is Valentine's Day again. and yes. She looks adorable here. Thank you. Yeah. Again, you know, things like I got heart fabric paper that I put on the wall behind her and then heart-shaped pillows and little rose petals that I put. So I always try, you know, to do the props and everything just to really convey, uh, you know, a nice environment. Did you make this outfit or did some designer? Yes, I did. as well. So you could be selling these. That's what I've been told. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now we're back into the basket. Yes. I love this picture because she's smiling, you know, because a lot of people will ask me, oh, she, she like those glasses, you know, and does she like bike riding? She loves it. There's the picture to prove it. <laughs> so that's my, my happy princess in her bike basket. Yes, I know along in the city here, a lot of the bike paths along the river, you see dogs and baskets and they really love it. I mean, that's oh, all, yeah. you can just see it. 
I mean, look at when you go in the car, right? They want to hang their head out the window. So how much more does she love it when she's like, wow, mommy, this is legal. You're putting me in the basket and letting the wind blow in my face. So. And, and see everything. Exactly. Right. Okay, the next photo is Barbie, which I didn't understand either. So what's that one yeah. about? Okay, again, this was the Christmas Woofstock high tea. And again, it was, it could be a lookalike. So this is Princess as Holiday Visions Barbie. Again, which was by invitation only. There was 60 dogs and their owners. And I actually collect Barbies. I have a pink Barbie room here in my home. So I went in there for inspiration. I have well over 100 Barbies all displayed. And I thought, you know, I want. what can I do here? Because combine my love of Barbies, my love of my princess. So I used the Holiday Visions Barbie, which is a Christmas Barbie. And I made Princess's gown to match the Barbie. And then my husband helped with the float. And uh, Princess was a finalist in that contest as well. So we had an awesome time. She looks so beautiful. Uh, she certainly does. We're running a little late on time. So I'm going to skip a couple of photos here that people can look at. Okay. I want to get to the um, Canada Day. Yes. For us um, Americans, when is Canada Day? July 1st. Oh, okay. I knew it was around July 4th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's around, like you guys are, just, you're on the 4th, right? Right. Yeah, we're on the 1st, the 1st of July. So again, you know, I just put together a few little things with their little Canada shirts and celebrated Canada Day with them. That's an adorable photo. It looks, like, it looks like you should be advertising for the country. Yes. Very patriotic <laughs> little pups. <laughs> and now it's Halloween time. Yes, I wanted to dress her as the Great Pumpkin, like from Charlie Brown. And I found that, you know, a lot of the dog costumes were just flat. Like it was the design of a pumpkin, but it was flat on the dog's body. I wanted her to look puffy like a real pumpkin. So I made a puffy pumpkin outfit for her. <laughs> uh, very good. And the next few photos are um, them wearing regular clothes and some coats. Now, did you make those? No, in the in the photo with the coats there... As much as I have a passion for fashion, I also have a passion for things that improve the quality of their lives. And these are actually cool coats, which we purchased one year ago at Woofstock from a lady who runs mustlovedogs.ca. And this helps cool their temperature when you take them out for walks in the summertime. And it, it's made a tremendous difference in the quality of their lives. Like our middle dog there, Toto, suffers the most from the heat. And we had a really brutal summer last year. And you just put this in cold water, squeeze it out, put the coat on the dog, go for your walk, and it completely lowers their body temperature so that they're cool. You come home, you take it off, their fur isn't even wet underneath, and it's great. It has totally changed the quality of their lives. I have heard about them. I've never seen one. They're okay. awesome. The next photo is, I guess, what you mentioned already, when she won her first fashion show. Yes, yes. This is when she was her little Hawaiian princess, yes. And then there's a Christmas stroller, all decorated. Yes, this was at my grandmother's retirement home where she's always a big hit. And Princess was a Christmas angel complete with wings. And this costume took me two weeks to make. And then I decorated her stroller, which took me eight hours to decorate because I hand sewed all the decorations onto it. <laughs> I'm quite passionate. And then the last photo, it's Christmas time, but what is she doing? Yeah, she's actually, there's another dog because <laughs> this was at... Winter Woofstock, and we're out in the hallway a bit there. And this is, it's indoors, but that's like fake grass and fake trees that they had set up. And so she's looking down the hall at another dog. So this is her in her little Christmas outfit at Winter Woofstock. Ah, oh, great. Donnelly, thanks for sharing those awesome photos with us. You're welcome. Do you have any new ones in the works? My mind is always going. I have a list of ideas that I would love to do, costumes, floats, themes. 
but they're all a secret. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we heard from the last person who did Yeah, cosplay. I remember Terry said that, and I thought that's exactly true. I have them all, but they're all secret. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're running late, so let's give our sponsors time for a commercial, and we'll be right back. It's time for a walk down Fifth Avenue, of course. We'll be right back after we do a little shopping. Are you crazy about cats? If so, check out The World is Your Litter Box, Deluxe Edition. This clever how-to manual for cats, written by a cat named Quasi, contains more laughs than should be allowable in one book, and is poignantly underscored by the combative yet loving relationship between Quasi and his human. The World is Your Litter Box, Deluxe Edition, is guaranteed to have you laughing your tail off. So, treat yourself to a copy today. Available from Amazon. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. You can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. Welcome back to Paul Vogue with Cuban America's Top Dog. And with us is Donna Lee Clark. And we're about now to, she did a report from Wolfstock, which was last weekend. This was Woofstock's 10-year anniversary, and I heard it was bigger than ever. Do you have any idea how many people attended? Did they give an estimate? Yes, there's usually between 250,000 to 300,000 people attending over the two-day event. So there was that many there this year, and there's that many dogs as well. So, And that's only if people bring one dog, but many <laughs> of them bring two, three, four, or five. So it, it is absolutely amazing. It's, it's an absolute dog love festival. It's awesome. I mean, I just can't imagine 250,000 people. I mean, I know it, they take up a few city blocks, right? Oh, yeah. It's huge. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. They close down tons of streets for this festival. It's amazing. I have to attend. Last year, I was scheduled to go, and something happened. I wasn't able to, but maybe next year. Now I have a tour guide. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. You would love it. I mean, I don't think there's anything else like it. No, there isn't. No. It's absolutely the most wonderful festival ever, and it has been 10 years, and this year it was bigger. They expanded. They had the rescue groups in a nearby park area, so each year it just gets better and bigger. It's awesome. 
So for all you Americans who have not been to Woofstock or have not heard of Woofstock, it is the biggest event in North America. I'm sure the world. Yes, so. absolutely. Which are your favorite events? There's so many that they have, but I love the wiener dog races. I just think that is the cutest. <laughs> so I always want to go watch that. I love, you know, when they kickstart off the event, I'm always there at, at the beginning when they get on stage and that. The fashion show, of course, I mean, that just makes sense. I love the fashion show, watching, you know, the dogs come out in their little fashions. And then, of course, best costume, because I've entered Princess in every one of the best costume contests. I love that one. And for our listeners, I did list the, all the different events they have. So if you look on the webpage, it's in small print, but you can enlarge it so you can see all the events for Saturday and Sunday. And then I guess there is an event like on Thursday night or Friday night. Is that high tea or something? The high tea is one week before. Oh, one week before. It's, yeah, it's always the Sunday before the Woodstock coming up. So it's on a Sunday. It's held in a hotel. The last two years, it's been at the Royal York, which is a you know world-famous hotel in the ballroom. And this year they had a hundred dogs where normally it's 60, they had a hundred. And it always amazes me. Here's a hundred dogs in a ballroom in a beautiful hotel and everybody gets along. It's absolutely a sight to see and we have a great time. I guess it was last two years ago we were at the Westminster fashion show event. And I don't know. I don't know how many dogs were in the room, maybe 400. And a woman came up to me and she was on my lap. She goes, is he drugged? And I go, no. Just, well, how many are drugged in here? And I said, I don't think any of the dogs are drugged in here. Oh and she goes, but they're so well behaved. Oh I said, well, they're used to it. They socialize a lot. But she was a guest at the hotel and not a dog person. And she really thought the dogs are all drugged. Oh, my God. That is too funny. It's true because people ask me all the time, like, Princess is so good and she just lies there and she poses for pictures. And, you know, and I said, yeah, this is her life. It's what she's used to. Right. Now, of course, you know, when she's at home with Benji and Toto, she's allowed to run naked. Hello. <laughs> you know, because people ask me, is she dressed up every day? No, she's naked. <laughs> you know, and she runs around and they have fun and they play. But when it's time to go out, she's dressed up and she knows, okay, mommy, this is it. You know, we're going out. We're going to get pictures. Yeah. So. And Cube is a totally different personality outside. We had an event this weekend that was um, for Yorkie 911 and it was a fashion show and it was about an hour outside of the city in Long Island. And we heard a lot more barking in Long Island than we do in New York. (laughs) Oh, you're making me drool, Bob, with all these things that you go to. Oh, I want to move. (laughs) You did go to the costume contest. And how many dogs would you say entered? Oh, you know, there are so many. Like, sometimes there's like over a hundred, you know, so it's like you can't even capture pictures of all of them because there's so many. But this one, there seemed to be about, you know, about 50 to 60 dogs that had entered with their owners, of course, (laughs) in this contest. So, And that was each day. I mean, because they hold the exact same events on Saturday as they do on Sunday. Yeah, so there's a costume contest Saturday. There's one on Sunday, and you can re-enter again the next day, or it's a whole brand new bunch of people that enter each day well if you come to new york you have to come for halloween because there is a dog contest here with hundreds and hundreds of dogs the costumes are unbelievable okay now let's get to these pictures it goes back to the paul vogue page and i love the first photo is woman's says happy 10 years anniversary woofstock yes this is simone and her dog daisy she always makes the outfits and she makes daisies to match so they always match no matter what she does and she has won many times she's a fan favorite actually it's awesome <laughs> who are the judges usually it's comedians or uh, you know tv presenters that are here in toronto that are put together so it's oh, um 
yeah, it's uh, famous people. <laughs> and the next one is a tub with bubbles, yes. I guess. <laughs> yes, he's he's a bubble bath dog, so he's actually in the bath. It was very cute. And then we have a little guy who's in leather. Yes, he's a little biker dog, complete with leather jacket and blue jeans. Next, we have. I'm not quite uh, this, sure. This is fairy princess dog. She wasn't moving. She's like, it was so cute. It was like, she, I'm a fairy princess, and I'm just going to lie here in my stroller. I'm not moving. <laughs> then it looks like a dachshund who's a skeleton. Yes, you're right on. That is skeleton dog. Yep. <laughs> oh, then we have, now this one confused me, because is it supposed to be a leopard? Yeah, like a tiger dog, right? Tiger like dog. A, a leopard, a tiger. And this was actually an example of a dog not being dressed up for the best costume, but actually had a dye job done on him, a paint job. And it freaked people out because when you saw him from behind, I'm glad you chose this picture because when you saw him from behind, you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> what, what, what? I thought this was Woofstock for dogs, you know, because he, he looked really real from behind. Once he turned around, it's like, OK, we know it's a dog now. <laughs> yeah, that was like a blog pause. They had a the lion dog. He's been on TV. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but his haircut is that of a lion. Oh, I love it. Yes, I've yeah. seen it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have, I'm not sure who these guys are. We have Batman and Robin. Oh, Robin. <laughs> get Robin. Which is so cute because, you know, Robin was smaller than Batman, so I love that costume. And next is a pug who is yes. just like she's dressed up for to go out. Exactly. She's a pug princess in her tutu, and I just love her face. Pugs are so adorable, their little facial expressions. Now, do most of these people know that why you were taking their picture? Because there was such crowds around them, some of them did. I was able to communicate, you know, that I was reporting for Pa Vogue, and it was so neat. <laughs> but a lot of them, it was really, I just had to squeeze my way in to try and get a picture <laughs> because there's so, so many people taking pictures. Yeah. Now we have, I'm not sure what she is either. She's a punk princess. Punk That's because, princess. The, yes, because of the addition of the boots. Like they, they did princess, but then they went punk because they put boots on her. That's what they told me. <laughs> and then my favorite picture is next. Oh. Well, thank you. This is me, Don Lee, and Princess. And Princess is dressed as Lola, the showgirl from the Copacabana. I made her outfit, and I made her fascinator in her hair as well. And um, it was awesome. She was one of the finalists. Great job. And then we have another dog dressed just like, looks like normal day attire, but... Yes, this was uh, this was Party Pomeranian, they called her. <laughs> like a party. <laughs> Next one is hysterical. This is what I love. When I see people's creativity, this is my favorite, favorite thing. And, and, and something like this, that you could tell they took the time and the effort and the work to put into it. So it's a dog, and in the back, they've got a stuffed animal dog on the back of him, and they're carrying a box, kittens for sale cheap. I just... It was phenomenal. They were one of the finalists for sure. Oh, yeah. I cropped out the person who was in this picture. Did he have his hand like making that dog a puppet or? Yes. This was really neat because this is the creativity here is phenomenal. This is a Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So it actually took a crew of five people to go up on stage to present this because they had a real dog. They had a couple of real dogs that were dressed, one as Snow White, the other as the Seven Dwarfs, and then they had puppet dogs, which made up the rest of the Seven Dwarfs. I mean, it was totally phenomenal. The crowd went, when they saw it, it was awesome. I loved it, loved it, loved it. (laughs) That is something. Okay, and then we have the pretty princess. Yes. Princess says Lola again, just watching all the activities from her stroller. And that's a cute story you can tell everybody. This one I love, love, love. This dog is dressed as 
Top Gun Tom Cruise from the movie, and the plane was made specifically to fit over his little body. But it's really neat because it's a tearjerker story in a good way. This young lady's boyfriend actually got down on bended knee a half hour before she went on stage to propose marriage to her. <laughs> I mean, hello, this guy's a keeper. I mean, she loves dogs, and he does it at Woofstock. Yes. <laughs> Yes, she said yes, absolutely. So that the crowd just, you know, there was just a huge, <laughs> that was awesome. And she was yes. one of the finalists as well. You can see that smile on her face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Now, I was surprised about who this person was. I had, I've talked to her, but I've never met her. Oh, wow. Okay, this is Marlene, and she is the... Um, founder of Woofstock. She's the one who developed the whole concept, came up with it, and runs it. And that's her dog, Addison. And of course, that's Princess and I able to get a picture with her. She's just a phenomenal lady who came up with this idea. And I thank her every time I talk to her, every time I see her for this wonderful Woofstock Festival. Yes, I mean, it's certainly more than a full-time job. And then we have Minnie Mouse. or Mickey. Yes. This is a tiny little chihuahua. Like, she's just a little puppy. She's only a few months old, and they dressed her as Minnie Mouse, which we thought uh, was totally appropriate. Now, the next one, I'm not familiar with who this is. Okay. This is really neat. I know that within the USA, you have your certain places that you like to go to, like whether it's Starbucks or, you know, maybe uh, Dunkin' Donuts or whatever it might be. Well, in Canada, Tim Horton's Donut and Coffee Shop is like, you know, known uh, all across our country. We love our Tim Hortons. We love our donuts. <laughs> we love our coffee. So this young woman, I just loved it. She dressed as a Tim Hortons coffee cup and Tim Hortons is famous for their little Timbits, their little round donuts, like the middle of the donut, their little round part. So she dressed right. her dog as Timbits. I mean, uh, I just love it. And, yes, uh, I, I included this picture so we Americans could learn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, another dog that decided to have his fur dyed. Yes, this is Pink Princess Dog, they called her. And yes, she had her hair dyed with, uh, you know, vegetable dye that uh, she came out pink. She was absolutely adorable. And last but not least is this year's winner. Yes, and he was Biker Dog. So he got a lot of woof woof attention, you know, because, uh, of course, when he came up on stage and he was like, dun, 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 you know, like this, he, he just, you know, looked like a biker dog. So he got lots of applause and he won. So it was awesome. Congratulations, Biker Dog. And thank you again, Donna, for sharing your photos. Thank you. Well, you've taught us a lot about Woofstock. I think most people in the U.S. have probably heard of it, but even a lot of people have not. So you know, they'll learn about it through this show and you'll have more people attending next year. That would be awesome. People come from all over. The, you know, they, some people do come from the USA. You know, they either fly or drive. And of course, people come from across Canada. You know, so it would be awesome to have more people there. I don't know, 250,000. You can't have too many more. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any future plans right now coming up for trips or parties? It depends on um, what you're interested in. For me, there's not many events here for best costume or fashion. There are fun things to do with your dog. Like I call them purposeful things, like participating in walks to raise money for dog rescues and shelters. But there aren't any you know, specific events that are like best costume. That's why I need to move to Florida or New York <laughs> so that I can participate there. But there is... Uh, www.torontopetdaily.com is a good place to find out what's going on in and around Toronto. And then uh, pauseway.ca is also another great place 
And then, of course, Facebook. Facebook is awesome because I'm part of a um, the Toronto Yorkshire Terrier Meetup Group. So we, you know, we have maybe our own little events, and different meetup groups have their events. So that's where I find out most things are going on for doggy events. Yes, Facebook does seem to have a monopoly on the events. Phenomenal. Yes. Okay. Well, looks like our time's just about up for the show. Actually, we've run quite over time, but that's okay. And thank you for being our guest and for being a special reporter. Hopefully, you'll do it again for us. That would be awesome. I've enjoyed this. Thank you so much for having us. I truly appreciate it. I love dogs. I love people that love dogs. They're both uh, very special in my heart, and I thank you so much for having us. Have you been to any of the New York events? No. That is my dream. I have not been to any. As I say, I live vicariously through the Facebook pages of all the people that go to the events. So, no, that's something that I want to do for sure. February is probably the most, that's when most people come into town. But this past weekend, we had a lot of people in town. So, you know, if you're able to, come next February. It's always the first weekend in February that we have many events and each year it's growing and growing. Awesome. I would love it. Thank you. Okay, well, we would like to thank you, our listeners, and we would also like to thank the producers of Pubba with Cuba America's Top Dog. Please join us for our next show when we hope to have Wendy Diamond joining us. And now Cuba, of course, wants to have the last word. He wants to give a bark out to one of our fashionistas, and he wants to give it to, well, it's a male dog this time, but it's Puccini. So, Puccini, congratulations. You are a fashionista, and I think you're our first male. Nope, you're our second male this year. So, thanks for joining us. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.